D&D has come a long way in the past few years. And if you're looking to level up your dice as well as your gameplay, Modern Artifice has you covered. Their artisanal metal dice sets are high-end, look great, and give a satisfying weight to your dice rolls. Check out their solid metal sets like this critical silver reactor, which even glows in the dark. Or try their hollow frame dice, intricate metal woven into our favorite polyhedral shapes for a truly unique rolling experience. If you're into something more classic, Modern Artifice has a plethora of colored and themed resin dice sets so you can find the perfect set to match your character. Feeling adventurous? Try Modern Artifice's mystery dice sets. This grab bag will give you a full set of resin or metal dice. You never know what you'll get, but you know it will always be quality. So get yourself to modernartifice.com today and use code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your purchase. That's GOON10 at checkout for 10% off. Modern Artifice, your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelty. Irina, Irina, Irina. Oh, yes. Well, hello, little sister. What was your most favorite birthday? My favorite birthday? Yeah, which was the birthday that you had the most fun? It was always a bit of a strange affair, my birthday. I wasn't much allowed to leave the house, and so I didn't really know any of the other children my age in the village. But every year for my birthday, my father would invite all the daughters of Barovia over to our house, and I didn't really know any of them. But one year, when I was 13, my father came into the room, and he sat down at the grand piano, and he started to play and sing. I was mortified at first, but then all the children just started to sing. I didn't even know my father could play the piano. Casley, Casley, Casley. Hmm? What was your favorite birthday? Mine, I think you, Winnie, will understand better than most, was my 12th, my Katuk. Oh, yes. The leader of our tribe, Krull, took me out on a hunt. Funnily enough, we were hunting a boar. We tracked it for a day and a half. But then we realized we weren't the only ones tracking it. A lion was after <gasps> the same prey that we were. That lion tried to steal that kill from us, and I killed that lion. The boar got away, though. <laughs> Olaf, Olaf, Olaf. Yes, little one. What was your favorite birthday? The day I was born. Oh, you don't celebrate, like, every year? What do you mean? Drogar, Drogar, Drogar. Yes, little one. What was your favorite birthday? You have so many to choose from. My 338th. You know, it was a beautiful day out. The sun was shining and all my friends were gathered. We were down by the stream and, well, my one friend brought me a large... Well, I didn't mean to bore you. Hey, Dungeoneers. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Stradcast. If you like what we do here, remember to follow us on YouTube or subscribe via your favorite podcast app to get notified every time we release new episodes. Thanks again, and take your listen with advantage. When last we left our heroes, they defeated the scarecrows lurking in the mists and continued on their course for Berez. Their march came to a halt, however, when one of the wagon wheels butted up against the tip of a chimney poking out of the earth. They had reached the buried city of Berez at last. Walking through the ruins, they came upon the second floor of a burgomaster's mansion, emerging from the muck. Investigating further, they met Devon Sharpshire, a helpful spirit staying true to his butling duties even in death.
Devon led our heroes through the ruined house to the ghost of Laszlo Ulrich, the last burgomaster of Berez before its fall. A somber ghost, he agreed to tell our heroes the truth of his city's fall. What will they discover? And what else waits for them in the swamps of Berez? Find out now on the Stratcast. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm of Barovia. Yeah, let's say, so you you were brought into what must have once been sort of bedchambers. There is a uh, a fireplace that lies unlit and dormant, but the burgomaster was, st- even in this ghostly form, was sort of sat in an armchair that you might sit next to a crackling fire. And so you're in this sort of like bedchamber. Uh, we'll say just to sort of bring us in, uh, Devin, Devin again sort of pipes up uh, and is like, oh, it is so good to have company again. I can't tell you how long it's been since we hosted guests. I shall make my way to the kitchen and inform the staff to start a, a, a grand feast with all haste. Thank you. Oh, it's been so long since people have visited Perez. And he sort of like starts muttering himself and turns and floats through the wall. You can kind of hear his voice carrying on down the hallway as he leaves. Like, hey, I think the pheasant will do nicely. Try yes, the grey stuff. It's delicious. We'll check, the, we'll check the stocks and I'll have to make Sure, we get the napkins folded and pressed, and you you kind of hear go on down the uh, the hallway, and so then um, the ghost of the burgomaster kind of like floats up out of his chair and kind of comes to rest before all of you, uh, and says, "You will have to forgive Devon. He is faithful to his duties even in death, and harsh realities seem unable to penetrate his dedication." I'd as soon leave him to his delusions. He may be the most sane being in the valley for all of it. You could have saved him the trouble of running to the kitchen, though. We can't eat anything he makes. <laughs> Hearing that, Kaz's stomach rumbles. That was a really that good That was very rest. good. <laughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs> Uh, Drugger will offer you a uh, will offer you like a like a like a like a biscuit like a piece of bread that we we have like in our rations and Kaz will take it just take a bite. Uh, I'll save the rest for later. Uh, yes, I, I I imagine uh, if you've come here, you're not quite in the feasting mood. Uh, I must ask you, strangers, why have you come to this ruined place? We're here for the witch. We're here for the last gem. The witch. Bubble Zaga. Indeed. Yes. My family was intimately acquainted. She makes her home in the heart of the marshes to the north. I could direct you, I suppose, if that's all you're here for. Well, it seems we stumbled... We we didn't mean to find you, but it seems perhaps it was a blessing in disguise. For we knew nothing of Babla Zaga, and from what you've just told me, you were intimately acquainted with her at one point. Well, it has been some time. I have not left the confines of my home in maybe four decades, but I knew where she was when I lived, and so I can at least provide you with that. 
how did this happen? All of this, everything buried underground. And who is that lady? The lady in the square and the lady in the portrait. The woman in the portrait and in the square was my daughter, Marina. And indeed, I, and as he begins to speak, at last his eyes land on Irina yeah. as you all make your way into this room. Marina, and you Irina. Can, you see his, his uh, uh, voice kind of like catching his throat, so to speak, as he says, but, <gasps> For a moment I thought, but no, it couldn't. It, it's not quite. But the resemblance is striking. Indeed. Would you accompany me to the church if you want to know what became of this place? That is where the answers will be found. Of yeah. course. I, how exactly will we do that? Most of the city seems to be covered in mud. The church, I believe, was the last thing left standing. Come with me. And he kind of like floats up and just kind of like floats out through the wall. <sighs> Is he just like Christmas caroling yeah. like a whole guy? He's not yeah, like he's Casper whole feet. Guy. Yeah, like he doesn't his, have that kind of bobble at the end. Yeah, his toe, like his feet hang down and his toes hover like like an inch or two off the ground. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And he just like. Cool. Drogar will take a look around and just kind of think to himself and just be like. There's something rotten about this whole situation. As everybody is leaving, just out of pure curiosity, mm -hmm. I walk around. Was he sitting behind a desk? He was in an armchair. Okay. Why? I was just wondering if there was like a desk in the room with papers on it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's. Let's say there's a small writing desk uh, off to one side across from a big four poster bed. Okay, I imagine it's like a roll top desk yeah, as right. everybody's falling, follow like filing out. I'll run over and like jump and hit and hit the roll top so it goes zoop, and then I just peek up and I just want to grab the first piece of paper on top and look at it. Great, give me an investigation check. Oh no! <laughs> oh, it's so terrible. Four. Mm, four. Yeah. Uh, yikes. <laughs> Uh, so it takes a little doing. The the contraptions, the mechanisms of the of the writing desk have just <laughs> been in this position for the last four decades. Lots and of so, mud in the trash. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're a little unwilling to 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 bow to your 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 uh, uh, bow to me. Yeah, bow to, <laughs> <laughs> to your whims, Winnie. Um, Winnie. Winnie, are you all right over there? Bow to my whims. What? <laughs> You have to struggle with a little bit of it, but at last you like, you uh, shove one open and, and it, you know, the the sort of like rolling top of the desk springs back all in one motion and you see a, a sort of eclectic scattering of papers. But it took longer than I think maybe you would have, than you would have anticipated to get the desk open. And so as you throw it wide, you do see a number of scattered documents uh, sprayed about, um, but you, but, it, but you only manage to sort of like catch a glimpse of one um, before you hear Drogar's voice uh, and, uh, and feel like it's probably time to catch up with the rest of your compatriots. But you do catch one letter sitting on top of the stack and it says you know what has to be done it's the wicker man or the death of us all 
What the fuck? What? Wait what? a second. Oh my god. Oh fuck. So if this were an episode of Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> no, me, me and Kim. You would see a quick glimpse of Winnie climbing a giant wicker statue on Yester Hill yes. two years ago. Previously yes. on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. It's the Wicker Man. <laughs> Having or both seen the Wicker Man with Nicholas Cage. Wick, it's the Wicker Man or the death of all of us. Talk, uh, about, it is, talk about feeling the bees. And then it is signed Father Praylor. Oh my gosh. Where's the priest? Oh. It was the priest in the church with the bees. Yeah. Winnie, like, just snags that one piece of paper, reads it, and just. Oh my, the the momentary overwhelm of feeling like you stumbled into something really deep. You stumbled into something Forbidden. way bigger than you thought. And she just folds it up and puts it in her bag. And runs off. And runs off. So all of you exit again out through this sort of second God second story balcony. And I think you even maybe have to like climb over a little railing, you know, that would have that would have rimmed the balcony overlooking the town square. Hold off, come here. Hold my shield and mace, will you? No. no. Uh, yeah, and making your way back out into the open air, you see the ghost of Laszlo floating across uh, uh away from the mansion, uh uh deeper into the fog and everything out here since ever since you started to set foot in this marshland it has been choked with thick fog and these all these structures these buildings that you keep seeing sort of emerge out of the fog like the mast of a ship right but you see him uh sort of floating away across the ground and scurry to keep up with him uh and as you reach him he again begins to speak in the time of my grandfather's fathers Beres was a jewel the stability brought to the valley by the knights of the golden dragon, allowed my city to grow rich and powerful. Does he notice the tabards we're wearing? Yeah, we're the knights now. Oh. And the the, and, the, and the standard that we have? The sashes oh, that we have. Oh, great, great, right? great, 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 uh, great. No, perhaps maybe like lost to his own delusions. He hasn't picked up on anything. But if you want to point it out to him, yeah. you're more than welcome to. Knights of the Golden Dragon. Yes, yes. indeed, Argenvost's 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 host. Yes. Well. Yeah, Argenvost holds holded. Argenvost's host. Argenvost's hemmed jeans. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and such humility was brought to the midriffs of this valley. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it in. Um, never, never would have pegged Argan Bosch for the crop top type. He had a tramp stamp, too, if you can believe it. A, a, butterf- a butterfly. I like to call a that an empowered woman tattoo. It said, Pura, it said Pura Vida. He got it in Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me, does this make my scales look bad? <laughs> Trevor left. Trevor is gone. Trevor left. Trevor has left the building. We broke Trevor. I think that's an, uno- that's an unofficial beer break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jorgar would like to point out the sashes, so he'll say, uh, So, Ulrich, do you mean these? Oh, it seems I am indeed an esteemed company. So, the, uh, the order survives. Well, it do, seems... It revives. We are what's left. Oh, indeed. We have been anointed. 
by them. And part of our journey is to retrieve what's left of Arkenvost. Apparently, Baba Lazaga has it. I hope to revive that order for this valley. Gracious. For long after I'm gone, I hope that they will be the safeguards. You know, the band of adventurers I knew were not quite so accomplished as all of you, <laughs> I must say. What, what were they like? Ragtag band of unruly travelers. I know not where they come from, but we're skipping ahead. You see, I can quite empathize with the notion of wanting to rebuild something that's lost, but I fear my redemption may be beyond the realm of the possible. By my day, at the time I was burgomaster of this city, after Strat's conquest, we had much diminished. But indeed, though our luster had faded, we we still had a jewel. My marina, a light, and all other lights were dark. She shone, she shone so brightly, so brightly it seemed that she could not escape the notice of even the Count in his darkest halls. He came for her with professions of love and offers of marriage. You, you must understand. At the time, we, though long we had suffered, there was a spirit of resistance in Perez. We, we, we prided ourselves on the persistence of our culture and the rejection of our would-be oppressor. So imagine it then, when the devil himself calmly rides into the heart of our city atop a steed with flaming mane demanding the hand of its most treasured daughter. I... It is at this point that you arrive at what once must have been a splendid cathedral. A wide columned base supports a domed ceiling much like our own White House or the Hagia Sophia that inspired it. All about... Uh, the dome, austere depictions of the sun, rim it. The west side of the cathedral appears partially collapsed, giving the whole structure a precipitous lean. What would you have done, I wonder, with the people so thoroughly panic-stricken and angry? A rowdy crew of adventurers, as mentioned, appeared out of thin air and now apparently ready to give their lives in her defense. What was I to think? Uh, what would you have done, I wonder? With a priest whose religious fervor burst its levees and, and flooded forth in a tide of zealotry that swallowed the city and at the center of all of it, your daughter, your blood, the legacy of your house's name. As you draw closer to the cathedral, you see that the earth all in front of it is scorched and ashy, strewn with skeletons, all still wearing the tattered remains of the clothes they died in. Can I make a arcana check? Sure. And, yeah. and I'd also like to, after that, I'll make a religion check. Yes, but please. Like to, yeah, sure. Um, can I perceive if, this might be a stretch, but like, do these bodies look like they're wearing what the druids wore? On Yester Hill. Sure, yeah. Give me um, investigation and then Arcana. What are you exactly looking for? So I'm looking to see what it was that immolated them by the flames. The the skeletons are not necessarily immolated. It's just the ground outside of the church looks yeah. like that it was you know like Swore a brush through. fire kind of kind of made its way yeah. through. So so I want to I want to check that, but I, but more importantly, I want to check religion. I want to see if it was a 
if it was a god that did this great. or if okay. it was if it was great. strahd like great give me that religion check yeah, what yeah. did you get on your investigation investigation not perception investigation is a 14 and so you're looking to see if they're wearing something similar to the druids yeah i'm, I'm trying to recognize the the garb that these mm. skeletons are wearing mm-hmm. okay cool uh i'm gonna roll this having read that note i'm trying to thread great. this needle great 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 and uh yeah and what's your religion check ned that is a 17 on the die for an 18 religion. 18. And sorry, one more time. 14. 14 investigation. Could I throw something in there? What you got? I just want a, a, like a survival check just of what happened. Like if I can tell. To the ground? To the people. Oh, like, sure. Right. Yeah, give it to give me a survival. Yeah, or something yeah like... sure. Sort of like surveying the field. And, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. That is a 18 on the die for the a 24. 24, 18, 14. Kaz, anything? Or are you just along for the ride? I'm cool. <laughs> okay. right. I want to see if the mud is edible. This is, all, <laughs> this is all getting a little intellectual for my tastes. So all of you proceed across this sodden ground. And, and it's, it, uh, it, uh, it is noticeable. Um, before you came to the actual cathedral, you did feel the, the ground begin to um, slowly incline upwards. And you kind of came to the top of this hill. Much like the Burgers Master and Burger. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. The Murder Master. Murder Master. (laughs) The Burger Master's mansion in Velaki. You know how it sits on the crest of that hill in the center of the city. Um, Much the same here. It's sort of like this elevated, that that, uh, ostensibly kept it above the the flow of the landslide. And holy holy sites being on top of hills. Yeah, right, right, right. Giddy up. Sits on the crest of the hill in the center of the city. Yeah, that's a lot. I rolled a 17 nature check. And now I can tell without any shadow of a doubt that we are on the high ground. Mm. <laughs> this is a hill. And I need you to dig up this part three, which is buried by a tree on a hill in your backyard. Liar! Anyway. <laughs> what the fuck was that? That's from Book of Mormon. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. Very, that. very good, Cass. Yes, we are on a hill. I rolled really high. That was a waste of an Addy 18. So all of you sort of inspecting the ground as you come up, uh, 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 upon it. Winnie. The clothes that they're still wearing are weathered and beaten and, and have suffered from like f- four decades in the uh, exposed to the elements. So they're very tattered and really threadbare. And the, the, the skeletons have clearly just been like picked clean by, by predators and, and, and anything that, that was flesh has been as long since sort of eroded away in this, this swamp, these swampy conditions. But you, they are distinctly different from the garments the druids were wearing when uh, you encountered them on Yester Hill. All of you working in tandem, Drogar, you notice they are recognizably priestly raiments mm-hmm. just by the silhouette. Maybe, you know, finding one that's maybe a little more intact than some others. Uh, the iconography of the Lord of the Morning is indistinguishable, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you've seen it already um, yeah. in the churches that you've been to prior. We have here. a symbol of it. We Correct. Gave it to Correct. Zarya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, the church is, the church back in Velaki is a church of the Morning Lord. Correct. Yes. Mm, right. Correct. But it's different. They're not, what you've seen, um, what you've seen priests and priestesses of the in Barovia of the Church of the Morning Lord where before are all this mixture of sort of silver, white, and yellow seems to be the 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 color theme of the Morning Lord. These are all a deep red. Hmm. More close, more actually not dissimilar. It's sort of spiritually reminiscent, let's say, 
of the robes that Lady Walker's followers oh. uh, wore. Those red robes. Um, so clearly whoever they were took worship in the morning Lord, but it's just different than what you've seen before. Yeah. Jorgar will speak. And that, and that, that may be due to the fact that these were, they were operating and living 40 years ago, but who's to say? Yeah. Jorgar will speak up at that and seeing the, the cloth and he'll kind of like, he'll kind of kneel down and, and grab the cloth and kind of feel it in his hand. And he looks at the color and he turns to the rest of you and he goes, these are not garments of the morning Lord. No, well sported. Father Prelor's prelates. But again, we jump ahead of the story. Father Pl- Prelor? Mm-hmm. The one, the very same mentioned in the, the letter you just found. Mm. Mm. And then Olaf had a survival check, right? Survival check, yeah. yes. Olaf, y- you've walked a hundred battlefields in your time. It's easily recognized. There was a fight here. You can see the markings on some of the skeletons, perhaps if you investigate them more closely. Many are damaged, but, you know, there's there's marks on the bones where weapons cut. There's also some some of these bodies very recognizably like must could only have been uh, filled by by magics. You know, there are some with scorch marks and uh, uh, some buried, you know, in in the earth below them. And so, like, there was clearly some sort of battle here. And in fact. As you make your way closer and closer, Olaf, you notice that while most of these skeletons that are sort of strewn about all wear these red robes, there are two skeletons right outside the doors of the church that are vastly different than the rest. One on the left is huge and reptilian. Its bony hands still clutching the rotting haft and rusted head of a great axe. The point of a halberd is implanted in its ribs. On the right is one smaller, a gnome or a halfling perhaps, still wrapped in the bedraggled wizard robes with an axe head buried in the crumpled bone of its skull. Jorgar kind of piecing the pieces together. He kind of like, much like Aragorn in Lord of the Rings when he's looking for Merry and Pippin, he kind of walks through and he looks at one and he goes, this was a fireball spell. There's three there. Immolated. And then he goes over to another one and he goes... And that one, a javelin through the throat. And, he, and he's just kind of like he's piecing together this battlefield. And then I think he gets to the gate there and he looks at the two and he goes, that skeleton, that's perchance. So was this a dragonborn? The heroes I mentioned. Brave up until the end. I feel like for a second, Drogar looks at the dragonborn and Winnie looks at the halfling. And then we look Doyle at right each other. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they also they look at the opposite too. Like when he looks at the mm-hmm. halfling, Dora looks at the dragonborn, and then they look at the opposite and then and then, they, and then they come to each other. Yeah. Who was Father Prelor? Priest of the morning. A trusted advisor. Never did his counsel steer me wrong. I always trusted him. I trusted what he said. I sinful and lowly as I am, how could I interpret the will of the Lord? I trusted him. You know what's right, though. Did he do what was right? What would you have done, I wonder? What would you have chosen? Please, you... No one is judging you. You must see... You must see... He couldn't have had her. My daughter. There seemed no stopping him. Strahd, he... He would take what he wanted in the end, and I... You continue moving, and he floats kind of like past this first set of doors, and as you follow him in... um. 
Through these grand double doors, you find yourselves in the cavernous nave of the cathedral. More skeletons inside lay strewn across the place, bent over the rotting pews like rag dolls. And at the far end of the hall, you see laying atop the altar another skeleton, and yet this one, so the bones so badly yellowed and 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 cracked, it's hard to even make out what they once must have belonged to. And off to the leftmost wall, as you make your way down this central aisle, looking at this this landscape of carnage and horror, to the leftmost wall, pews, wrought iron, candelabra, whatever else seemed to have been on hand were piled in what looks like a makeshift barricade in front of two uh, smaller wooden doors, the center of which, though, seems to have been pared back, and now the doors lay broken and busted, sort of hanging off their hinges as you make your way through the sort of like, and it once must have been, I don't know, like, if anybody's ever been to the Canterbury Cathedral, or uh, Notre Dame, any of these huge domed uh, religious buildings that... Yeah. Exactly. There you go. Like you kind of make your way in and you look up, you can still see the dome uh, lined with windows, giving it the illusion that the, the dome itself is sort of free floating in the air in its day when this was operational. It must have been breathtaking, you know. Mm-hmm. Jurgar wants to inspect the body up on the altar that's like hunched over the altar. Sure. Give the an investigation check. Yeah. Um, just to, all right, that, uh, I can go <laughs> <laughs> down the hall. Winnie is, uh, standing, making a full circle, thinking of all of the other religious buildings that we've been in on this quest. Yeah, a lot. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, making a circle and is profoundly sad yeah. at this like glimpse that we have of all of these final moments. Yeah, desiccation of it. That's a seven, DM. I don't know that we said of our sponsor, Modern Artifice, that their heavy weighted metal dice bounce <laughs> in a very satisfying way when thrown down the hallway. <laughs> they yeah. 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 They're even good when they're fucking up. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you can't lose. You can't lose. Yeah, Winnie. I, I think, um, I mean, I think Winnie has a pretty complicated relationship with religion i think it's fair to say no you think <laughs> <laughs> so does the player but playing you, but yeah you've seen you've seen some of the some of the best and some of the worst at this point in your your short career as a, a as a cleric but yeah it's this is devastating and i think for you too oh, Drogar, it's like it's yeah. like it's like watching the library of alexandria burn you know it's yeah. like this must have been this place must once have been so full of the light. I think for Drogar, it's even it's even more so. It's the fact that a battle took place in the mm-hmm. church. Like mm-hmm. there's something about the church being sacred. Like you don't like even the thing in Velaki. Like the church is sacred. You're not supposed to burn. You don't burn the church. You don't fight in the. church. You know what I mean? So yeah. like mm-hmm. the fact that like the priest and the altar boy died yeah. and it burned to the ground and then in this situation. Sad. We're seeing this last stand yeah. in the church. It's like spoilers for Midnight Mass, but that's one of the most devastating things about Midnight Mass. Oh yeah, that is just like people terrified and in utter despair pain. and yeah. pain inside the church. 
It's been out a couple of years, right? Yeah. We're good. Statute of limitations. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, we're both kind of feeling that, especially as the two holy, the, the two devout people of the party were like, mm-hmm. fuck, this, this ain't right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you investigate the bones, Drogar, but yeah, they're just so, uh, you can tell they've been so thoroughly burned. Mm. Like this, whoever this was died by immolation and the bur- the fire burnt so hot that the bones have just kind of been reduced to, to, to dust. Wow. I don't, I don't get the sense that it was one of the adventurers. You think it may have been, um, but it's hard to tell at this juncture. Okay, I'll let the story continue. <laughs> <laughs> it may it's, well um, be. It's yeah. It's it's still. It, we'll call it. A, we'll call it a a, a remains yeah. distinct from the robe strewn um, fellows. Is Laszlo still kind of like doddering off, sort of defending himself to himself? Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, you can see like his his wheels start spinning more and more, and you begin to see even his his ghostly form. Like you see his hands begin to ring and. If he was capable of sweating, I think you he would be so profusely. You could just see his shoulders clench and his jaw tighten and like something's wrong. I want to try to make a this it might be fruitless, but I'm going to try to make a persuasion check on this spirit. I want to I want to try to persuade him that this guilt that he's feeling, it's not serving him anymore. Like so Drogar is going to be like, Laszlo, I cannot begin to imagine being put in the situation. That you were put in with your daughter. But I think we all would like to know the events as they happened and unfolded here in this church. Um, Kaz would like to aid. Kaz, Kaz wants to aid. And, and the way that I want to do that is by saying, um, Monuments are built and destroyed. They don't last forever. But blood can. If I were your daughter, I would have wanted you to choose me over a church. And so I thought I did. It is not so easy, master. What would you have done, I wonder? I would have protected the people I loved, which is what you did. Seized with fever, so scared. And why not? Why not? They had sons and and daughters of their own. I, I, I didn't... Surely, surely the worst fate of all would have been for him to have her. Surely... Surely anything else, anything other than her surrender to that monster would have been a mercy. I, I, I did what I thought I had to do. I, I. And you float through this, uh, this other set of double doors past this makeshift barricade. And you come into a small sort of alcove, a small sort of uh, annex of the church. Uh, I think it's what is it? It's called a, uh, a sacristy uh, in the Catholic uh-huh. Church. You know that like a little sort of annex off. I've of spent it. mad time there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Catholic, I woke up the, in there once yeah. when I passed out the on ca- the altar. The Catholic trauma side of the table is like that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, so you sort of move into this little annex, which is just a place where like. Um, uh, um, Eucharist is prepared. Yeah, materials for rituals are prepared, and holy texts are kept, and you know it's sort of it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> a staging zone, if you will. A and green here, room. A green room. Where's Irina? She's with you still. What's the vibe? <laughs> Not great, Bob. She doesn't know what. Can to I do roll for vibe this. checks? Yeah, you. If you want, uh, you want to give me an insight. Yeah, actually, I, I, I will too. Take a look at Irina, see how she's doing. Guns. How's she doing? Oh, fucking. 
Take the guidance. What'd you get? Doesn't matter. Can you okay. Give me that one? No, I'll take the guy. I have rolled so garbage for the past two sessions. Yeah, you rolled pretty decent on the toss, though. Well, God damn it. it. Doesn't count. What did we say? Uh, uh, insight? Start tossing them throw. Insight. Uh, that's a 10 toss for Kaz. 10, and what'd you give me? Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> less, less than 10. How does Irina look, Trev? Like she doesn't quite know. I mean, she just keeps looking around. She looks like this is all a lot to take in. Yeah, um, if, sure. if, if you want to. Talk to her. You are you are certainly welcome to. The time is yours. Or we can just yeah yeah whatever you want to do. I'm gonna circle back okay. and hold her hand. Yeah, great. Okay, great, great. Yeah, you do so when you you kind of like fall back a little bit as as you all make your sort of sad procession through this building, um, following Laszlo as he continues to sort of like become less and less. Uh, a hold of his faculties, um, but yeah, you you fall back a little bit and 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 reach up and hold onto Irina's hand, and she kind of like, oh, oh, sorry. hey, hi, this is really a lot. I'd had tales. Of, I, I mean, the press was already gone by the time I was a, a girl. Uh, my father would tell me stories of it, uh, how it was once a great city, beautiful. Uh, this is, I just worry that this is the fate that. Waits for Velaki too? No, no, no. No, no, no. This is the past. And it's really sad. And it's very haunted. But this is not going to happen again. That woman, Winnie, she... She looks exactly like me. I know. I know. Did Strahd talk to you at all about this? He said that he'd been waiting for me for a very long time. Often he would... When we were sat at dinner, he would talk at great length about how he was so excited to make up for all the time we'd lost. And Winnie, what am I? You are a whole person, and there is some crazy stuff going on. And we can talk more about this in a safe place, all together. What happened to Marina? I don't know. Laszlo. And I'm gonna make I'm gonna make that roll now. What's that? The uh, persuade. The persuasion. Oh, sure, sure. With the aid. Yes, yes, yes. So do I give you a bonus or advantage? Well, uh, so what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say to him again? I want him to give me a clear. We're trying to like get him to chill. He's kind of he's spiraling. Yeah, I want I want him to give me a clear depiction of the events in the order that they happened. About this church. He's okay. tangled up in the guilt. We're trying to get him to, like, just yeah. talk about the facts. I mean, like, I, <laughs> Ned knows where this is fucking going. You know what I mean? But, like, at the same time, I'm trying to... I, I want to hear it clearly because the parties involved, including Irina, need to hear a clear definition of, like, okay. what happened. Yeah, give me, your, give me your persuasion. How does the aid work? I, it's, uh, it's uh, it'll give you advantage. advantage? Do it, yeah, do it with yeah. advantage. Yeah, do it with advantage. I'm gonna get that aid. All right. That is a 19. 19. Okay. What do you say? Laszlo, in my time, I have seen kingdoms rise and fall. And one thing I can say for certain is that it is usually not a massive army that brings a kingdom to its knees. But it is the advisor standing next to the king within the castle. You were one man against the devil himself. And all of his masterpieces, and all of his ideals, and all of his agents. Not one of us here blames you for the demise of this city. 
you are kind. But if we are to understand, and we are to move forward and to avenge these other adventurers who tried and sadly failed, we need you to give us the clear events in which they occurred. And I will say again, Laszlo, there is no judgment here. We are not the gods. <laughs> if only you were. You were the kind, Master Dragonborn. Far too kind. Far too kind. To be dispensed to a wretch like me. Father Prelois, he said it was the only way. And as you make your way through these doors past this makeshift barricade into the sacristy this one final room again there are these sort of scattered skeletons um, wearing these priestly raiments but fewer now than you've seen previously and across the room and you see two more skeletons one with huge horns winding their way out of its forehead clearly a tiefling in tattered leathers and the last Perhaps a priest, but not of the Morning Lord. In fact, uh, give me a uh, religion check, either uh, Drogar or Winnie. Thirteen. Guidance. I can't cast guidance. Middling. Dirty twenty. Not the student surpassing the master. <laughs> <laughs> Recognizably a symbol of Corellin. Oh, Different god. Wow. Mm -hmm. And the way that these last two skeletons lay, they're sort of both laid across the ground, each with a hand reaching out. And you can sort of feel the absence between their extended figures. Like once there had been someone there, who perhaps even they gave their lives to defend. But that absence, that void, that empty presence is very palpable as you stand in this last room in the church. That symbol. That's the god Corellin. Yes, they came from beyond the fog. Miss Elven. It's magic, poetry, life, music, arts. They, what were they? Made this last stand here in the very church so determined. I, God forgive me. I did what I thought I had to do. Better anything than her, him. Take her. I, I sent my daughter to die. Put her in the wicker man. My Marina. Oh, God forgive me. Well, shit. An impossible choice. It is no wonder, Laszlo, why your spirit still lingers in this place. Such a choice, such an act. Damnable. I do not deserve your kind words. I linger here as eternal punishment for the choices I made. And the gods, to punish me for my sins, they sent the devil after me when it was over and done with. And the priest had assured me that the devil's attentions would go elsewhere once she was gone. He came again. And ripped my city apart with his bare hands. It was no landslide. It was him buried us in our shame once he was finished. Oh, gods, forgive me. She's still out there. 
rage and anger binding her to this place. Perhaps I am punished to dwell as long as she is in pain. A fitting choice. What do you mean? What? Where is she? Walking the mists. The fog. Too betrayed to pass. Too angry to move. A wraith. I know not, but something. She's here? I fear her call. She wants revenge on me. But I am too much of a coward to face it. And so I waste away here. Why doesn't anybody just ask her what she wants? Ever. When it matters the most. Are people just afraid that these ladies won't make good choices? Or they they just think these ladies would throw their lives away for any reason? They think these ladies were born to sacrifice their lives? Why doesn't anybody ask? What if she had said, yes, of course, I will do whatever it takes? What if she had? But nobody asks! I sometimes wish, Winnie, I could replace some of the emperors in Faerun with you. You would solve a lot of the problems that this world faces. I don't know. I don't know how to do any of that. Well, it's not about knowing the bureaucracy and the politics. It's about leading with your heart, which is what you do. These outdated and geriatric rules of society have no place. Just keeps happening over and over and over. In this world? Absolutely. Look at who's running it. Irina, Marina, Tatiana. Their fate was stolen from them. Couldn't have said it better myself, Kaz. We owe it to them. Not for Laszlo's sake, but for their sake. If her spirit still dwells out in those marshes, by Tia, we should lay her soul to rest. And by doing so... <sighs> morning, Lord, forgive us. We may lay to rest this entire city. Could you give my daughter peace? I ripped from her in life. Though it was your hand that called the guillotine's knife to drop, Laszlo, it was not your design. Something such of this is thought out, premeditated. Look at me. Do you really think the devil allowed you to be the construct of your own design without having his pawns in place? I don't know what's right anymore. I didn't then. And I've had four decades in death. To think about what I've done. That's understandable. Monstrous it is. Nothing but monstrous. However, I will say, your spirit is not past redemption. As heinous and as crazy as it may sound. I do see a light here. The actions in which you took were not... They were not malicious as... As twisted as this situation is. What happened to the father? Murdered by the devil. Loose hands tied up. He was doing what he thought would bring peace. <sighs> On the contrary, seeing these robes, I think he was doing what 
would keep the devil out of the city. There's a saying where I come from, Laszlo. When you meet a devil, you're supposed to shun him. For if you let him twist you with his silk and honey words, you are already damned. Nothing comes without a price or a consequence. I'm going to take out the, the note out of my bag that I found in his desk. Mm-hmm. I'll just hold it up to him. Mm-hmm. Just explain it to me like I'm five years old. What was the deal? Who was this guy? Why did you trust him? What was the deal? Father Braylor, he, he said that if she were... Look at me. <laughs> Stop! He said... The devil's attentions would go erstwhile if she would. It was her he wanted, and so if she were gone, the city would be safe. I, I, people were calling. Father Braylor, he, he, he whipped the people into such a frenzy. What was I to do? I, 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 I am elected. I am here. It is the duty of any burgomaster to... To protect his people at any expense. What happened in there? Where? Back in there, in the church. The sacristy? That, in the big, uh, I, the big open space that we first walked into with all of the bodies in the pews and the all the immolated bodies. Like, what happened? A great battle. A last stand. A band of heroes trying to protect Marina. Much, not... So far away from you and this. And he looks at Irina again. This vision. They had their last stand here and could not hold back the tide of the townsfolk. Protecting her from the townsfolk? Father Prelos, prelates, yes. Those whipped into such a zealous frenzy that they believed, as many of us did as I was convinced, that the only way to ensure the safety of the city... Not to give him to. Give... Her to Strahd, but just to kill her. So that he could not have her. A sacrifice is how he described it, is it? I thought anything, any fate, was a mercy compared to sending her away to be whatever it is he had designs on. I think you are a ruddy coward, says Irina. Strahd set his sights on me once, too. Sent monsters and all manner of creatures in the night. My father, the stress of the nightly visits of those monsters, claimed his life, but here I still stand to breathe. You played his game, and nobody won. I do not deny it. What I did was wrong. But you came. You asked for the truth. And now you have it. An enemy will drive a spear into your heart. A villain will hand you a spear and make you do it yourself. You continue to amaze me, Cass. Something someone told me once. As I say, this is a ruined and sad place. A ruin far before it was buried. I can direct you to where Barbas and Asaga makes her home for whatever it's worth. But other than that, please leave me to my torments. And where can we find Marina? If you make your way to where Barbara Saga dwells, I quite imagine she'll find you. Am I to understand out of game that this wicker man is 
is much like the one that we encountered on Yesterhill, or is this a different situation? Did they, did these druids sure. have anything yeah, to do with this? I don't know. No, no, no. Okay. Um, but yeah, like. I'm just trying to, like, where did the wicker man come from? Like, yeah. was this just a Father Prey Law thing? You're not sure. Anything to do with Corellin? Uh, no, Corellin is. Uh, yeah, Corellin like, I know it's like music and art, of, and like it's an elven god of music and the, art. Stuff, it's so. the head of the elven pantheon. Right. So. It, <laughs> It's much like it tier, was the god yeah. of one of the yeah. adventurers. Yeah. So what you're putting together, sure. what you're putting together here okay. is there was, I mean, there was another band of adventurers. Yeah, this was their Irina, and they failed. Hmm. Where does this whole Wicker Man thing come into it? Because this keeps coming back. I think Meta. I think the Wicker Man is. I, th- I think the Wicker Man is an old pagan sacrificing situation of appeasing gods. But who's like whose idea? Yeah, who's God? Who's like, God? Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, there's, uh, like, in, like, out of game, like, in ancient times, like, that was a way that they would, they would make a sacrifice. But whose idea was it? Whose idea was it? By the laws, he believed the ritual was the only way. Was that in his religion? Or your religion? That is a good question, Winnie. Is that a normal practice of the morning, Lord? The burning of effigies. It's an ancient practice, one that... Father Praelor dug out of ancient texts, but one that he was assured would quell the restless spirits of our day. Did he already tell me what happened to Father Praelor in the end? Strahd killed him. Strahd just killed him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after this happened, after they killed... <sighs> Fucking waste. So after they killed Marina, Strahd was pissed, yep. and he destroyed the town with his bare hands. He killed everyone in it and buried it under the earth. Yeah, it was it was egos leading the way, and none of them reaping any rewards. Yeah, so they killed him to try to spare her from his intentions and to put his ire away from their city. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, it's uh, an ancient ritual. Uh, it is. It's that way. bad. It's that bad. It's an that a, bad. It's an ancient ritual that dates all the way back to 1986 in Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> Many a miss Burning Man. <laughs> many many a misled hipster has gone and thought they had a religious experience. <laughs> but yeah, I'm and sorry. Dinde were buried under mud this year. <laughs> so they, I, were. So <laughs> they were. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So yes, I'm sorry. This is a lot to take in. But yeah, what you're putting together. No, no thank you, thank it's you. Very clear. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm emotionally it's, processing no, I, that's, that's and fine, that's like fine. literally processing. The intellect, the intellect yeah. is catching up to the emotion. So what yeah. you're yeah. putting together, what happened? This was. Yeah, Strahd found Marina, much like he did Irina, and decided she was going to be his. Yeah. The townsfolk, because Berez sort of prided itself on being this last holdout of the Zenobian culture and, like, flying in the face of the devil, they couldn't handle it. People got scared and upset. Father Prelor, his religiosity turned into zealotry. He whipped the people up. This battle that you are seeing was like his followers storming their own church. This band of heroes was trying to defend her, and they failed. They took Marina. They put her in the Wicker Man. They burned, they burned her, alive. her alive. And then Strahd destroyed the city because of it. Because they destroyed his wife-to-be. Yeah. <sighs> so, yeah, so that battle we saw was like a civil, that was mini the, civil war yeah. kind of thing. It was but. the last stand of... What could have been but, you guys, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
a town imploding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it was their campaign, you know. Mm-hmm. It was their campaign through Barovia, and they didn't. They failed. Their marina died. I am sorry that you are sad, and I'm sorry that you have lost not just your family, but your whole way of life. I think you know now that you were foolish. More than foolish. Wrong. We are going to try to do better by our friend Irina. This is Irina. And his gaze again falls on her and you can see the wistful, like as soon as his eyes, he's sort of been like, perhaps you've noticed a couple of times, if his gaze like kind of floated over towards Irina, he quickly jerks it back you know but again his eyes come to rest on her and you can see the ghostly tears welling up in his long dead eyes i have nothing to say in my own defense i have suffered these decades remaining here as penance but it has not yet begun to scrape the bounds of my sin if my soul is cursed to perpetual torment. It's a good start. If you find her, if you can put her to rest, you'll have done more than I could have in my many years as leader of this place. Be better than me. Do better than me. Well, Irina. Yes. You and Wenny tend to be the best judge of character, so I leave it to you two. In order to absolve Marina's soul, most likely we will have to combat her because the spirit in this sense is rampant. Its mind is twisted. It's been torn between two planes. And for 40 years, there's nothing saying that the Marina that is being described is still inside. But should we defeat the spirit and lay it to rest... Absolve it of its punishment and its torment. There may be a chance that these other spirits are to follow. He can fend for himself. I'm more concerned with hurting her to rest. Whatever follows after, I'll let the Morning Lord decide that. He's not the one who has been wronged. I want everybody to be free, but I have my priorities. And I don't want to make any assumptions about Marina before we go find her. Well spoken, little one. At that exact moment... Devon floats back through the wall. Oh, good. What an auspicious day. First, we have visitors and guests, and then Marina herself returns to the house to join in the festivities. Oh, happy, happy day. Devon, this is Irina. This is not Marina. Oh, yes, of course. Your companion is charming, but I must say, cannot hold the candle to our Marina. Oh, I can't wait for you all to meet her. She's here now. You hear the whole building shudders around you. And you hear... As the roof of the building is shorn back over you, tile and beams and splinters of wood go crashing across you. As the roof is torn back and a charred, scorn, burnt, giant 
40-foot-high effigy of a man charred and blistered looms over the open air of what used to be the ceiling. At the center, the torso of this effigy is entirely made up of a wrought iron cage, at the center of which burns a ghostly blue flame. You hear a banshee shriek emanate from these burning flames as they grow and and shrink uh, with the lilting of the voice. Father, don't put me in, please. And we're gonna call it there. Oh, Jesus! No time like fucking oh. Christ, Trevor! What a coincidence! We were just looking for you. <laughs> oh God! Oh, good. You saved us the trouble of finding you. Fuck! <laughs> we'll pick up there next time. Say off the to-do list. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm so upset. Broadcast features Campbell O'Hare as Winnie. K. Divine Jones as Kaz, Ned Iannacone as Drogar, Tyler Cantor as Olaf, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. By the power of Grayskull, I have the patrons! Special shout-outs to our newest patron, Carter. Welcome to the party. If you're not ready to support us financially, there are still plenty of ways to help us out. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at CriticalFailDM, Binge Madness and Mercy on our YouTube channel, and join us there every other Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time when we do live listens of new episodes of the Stratcast. Or rate and leave us a review wherever you like to listen. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day with advantage. 